0: What is going on, guys? This is Jale Dorso, a.k.a. Teaching Coaching. Sorry I missed the podcast yesterday. I didn't get to drop an episode because after work, I went to the gym, straight from the gym. I got something to eat and went to the event where I raised $16,000 selling balloon raffles with Southampton Hospital, Stony Brook Hospital, raising great money for breast cancer research. So sorry about that. Please excuse that. But we're going to jump right into the episode. If you've seen the podcast title... The value in haters or the value of haters. I don't know what I'm naming it yet at the time of recording, but that's what we're going to talk about. And let's jump right into it. So the way I look at haters is the same way I look at jokes, right? The old saying is there's truth behind every joke, right? The difference between a hater and your friend is when, you know, if a friend says a joke, you know, it's lighthearted, you know, and you're not taking it, you know, for the most part, you're not going to take it to heart you're gonna take it and you know you guys are gonna laugh but you know you may self subconsciously or self-consciously think about it a little bit like hmm like if they're making fun of you know your sneakers because you know they're messed up or whatever like they're not just saying that out of nowhere they're saying it because they actually messed up maybe you need to get some new sneakers right you know or if they're commenting about your haircut because they're saying like oh man who who cut your hair Like, hmm, maybe the haircut wasn't that great. Maybe you don't need to go to that barber anymore. Like, just little lighthearted examples, right? Because the thing about hate and, like, you know, and, like, somebody is really them just trying to get a reaction out of you. They're making jokes for the Internet. They're trying to get comments. They're trying to get likes on their comments, depending on the platform. They're trying to get people to react. And the thing about it is, though, if it's complete BS, you wouldn't get mad. And an example of this would be I was listening to Andy Frisella's uh, the MFCEO Project podcast, and he was talking about how like back in the day, uh, some a lot of people really got him angry on social media because they'd be like, "How do you run a supplement company and you're fat?" And he realized the only reason he would get angry at those people is because it was true. Because if he was in shape, and people were saying that he wouldn't even think about the comment twice, right? But because there was some truth behind it and it's something that he was struggling with and something that he was uncomfortable with with himself, he had to really realize like, yeah, I am out of shape. I do need to do something about this, right? But in that instance, what he did was he turned the negative into a positive. He began to really look at it and be like, okay, I am fat. I wanna get in shape. And then people can't say anything, right, to me, right? I can improve. So that's the thing we want to do. Right. This is where the value of these haters come in, because you can always turn negatives, like the comments they're saying, the things they're saying, the hurtful stuff that they're saying and doing. You can always turn that into a positive. Right. You can always better yourself. So we're going to get practical now. Right. Uh, We're going to get back into the content, but we're going to get practical for a couple minutes. And we're going to get practical by saying the first thing you would do, let's say you get a hateful comment, right? And I'll use myself for example, somebody commented about my deadlifting form and it didn't bother me personally because I'm not like a deadlift expert. I have a decently high deadlift at 525 pounds, you know, only weighing at 160 pounds, but I never consider myself an expert I never do videos on like deadlift form I'm um, young know, so it didn't bother me cuz I'm not like an expert but let's say it did bother me a little bit right and what I would do is self assess that and look at like it would get me to think about it and be like hmm maybe I do need to fix something about my deadlift maybe I do need to research the form because the comment didn't just come out of nowhere Yeah, some people might say some things just to be hurtful but at the same time even though this person anonymous and they said it like a jerk, maybe there's some truth to it. Maybe my deadlift form is a little off. Maybe I do need to, you know, analyze it and look at it and take a look and improve. And in the end, what's going to happen? If my deadlift form is fine, it's fine. And if it's not, I'm I'm going to improve it some and it's going to help me on my lift. So it's not the end of the world. It's not something to cry about. It's not something to be that angry about. And if you're the type of person who you think you can't look at yourself objectively, this is where you can keep being practical and you can now ask people directly, right? You can go and you don't have to tell them that somebody said it because when you tell your friends that somebody said something, sometimes they get a little defensive for you, you know, and they don't want to be completely honest. They don't want to hurt your feelings. So you can ask this directly in other ways. So what I would probably do is just go and get try to get some honest feedback from somebody who is experienced. So let's say I did know somebody personally who is experienced with deadlifting. What I would do is I would go up to them and say, hey, you know, I was looking at my form the other day and I was just wondering, like, uh, if you were me, just looking at this, like show them a video. Show them that video that the person commented on, and be like, "Hey, looking at this video, do you think there's any way I can improve my deadlift, or you know, is there anything I could, I did wrong in this video, for example, that I could change or improve?" And you know, just be honest. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be upset or anything. I'm just trying to get better, right? So you put it in a way where it's just like, "Oh, you're just getting help," rather than making it seem like, "Oh man, they're criticizing you," and you know that you're gonna get upset about it, right? You put it to them in a way where they're just being helpful, it's just advice, it's just feedback. And the other way you could also do it is if you are somebody who can be objective with yourself, you can do a little bit of research. Right? You I could go and YouTube proper deadlift form or if I know somebody who like for example I really like to watch Russell or he, he his videos and he just um one that run nationals for the U.S. at 83 kg doing deadlifting. You know, he has a, a really, really high deadlift. So he's somebody who he's made tons of videos deadlifting and talking about form and talking about his process of deadlifting. And I could watch those and self-analyze. Right. And then the last practical piece of advice after self-assessment, asking people directly and researching is I would use that for fuel. Right. I was self-motivate. Right, and, and I would use that to, for growth. So now this person commented, they tried to get under my skin, maybe they did a tiny bit, and now I'm gonna use that to improve. Now I'm gonna go pull 600 pound deadlift in a couple months with my quote unquote bad form or whatever they want to say about it, or now I'm gonna go. Whatever it is, you know, in your life that people are hating on, if they're hating on how you dress, if they're hating on the decisions you're making, if they're hating on the fact that you're going to college, right? Because that's a big thing amongst entrepreneurs right now. A lot of entrepreneurs, you know, are against college. Oh, it's a waste of money or it's a waste of time. Or and honestly, I like—I I disagree because I, yes, I don't think college is for every single person, but the value of the friendships and community and the experience alone is pretty much worth it, right? Even if you don't do all four years going away, you'll never be able to simulate that experience of living in like, a, you know, depending on the size of the campus, anywhere from a, you know, five mile to 20 mile radius of all, everybody's like aged 18 to 25 for the most part, you know, with similar goals. You know, going through similar experiences, you'll never really be able to simulate that, right? So you can't let people get you down and for things that you want to do, things that are making you happy. At the end of the day, even if you don't use that degree directly, you learn something from attaining it. You show employers or you show people you want to work with that you actually can start something and finish it. That took four years of your life or it took two years of your life or it took six years of your life, plus whatever it is, for one example. So use it to motivate you. Use it to push through. Right. If you want to start a business and people are criticizing your business, but it's something you really believe in, you know, then and you, and you're getting some sales or you're getting good feedback from a lot of other people. Whatever that hate is, use that hate and see if there's any truth to it. Take the truth out of it. Use it to improve your product and then keep going with it, right? Maybe they're hating on one aspect of your product. Don't let it get you down the drains where you're going to completely throw that product out now. No, if they're talking about one aspect of your product sucks, maybe it does suck. And maybe you need to take a real honest look at it and be like, hmm, okay, I can improve this. Like that's the best way to get feedback rather than that's an easy way to get free feedback, free feedback from people. Right. A lot of these companies pay a lot of money to survey people and you know, to try their products and they have to give away products and to give away free money and gift cards. Right. Haters do that for free. Haters will give you some honest feedback on your product. They'll tell you if your product is amazing. But they would improve it this way, or they'll tell you that it straight up sucks and I'd never buy it because there's this product or that product that does it better, right? So regardless of all of that, the the points that I want you guys to take away from this are, first of all, don't let any kind of hate discourage you. Like I said, kind of just think about it as jokes from your friends, right? When your friends joke on you, Yes, it's lighthearted, and there's always some truth behind it, though. They're joking about your apartment, they're joking about your car, they're joking about your hair, whatever it is, your outfit. There's some truth behind it, and then you could self-assess, just like from the haters, and see if there's any way you can actually really improve. Like, you can always sort out the ridiculous hate, because the ridiculous hate that really has nothing to do with anything a lot of times does not bother you and if it does bother you and you have some insecurities about it maybe there's some truth to it right maybe it's not that ridiculous but I'm talking about the shot in the dark kind of hate where people just say anything to get a reaction like obviously that kind of hate you can't let like discourage you either you have to just use that and filter that out you know you just have to filter that out and just you know be like whatever but a lot of hate is valuable accept it welcome it right i rather throw something out in the world, throw something out on social media, get feedback, get comments, you know, positive and negative because it can help me grow. I don't wanna throw something out there and get no reaction because that's the thing is you want attention and you want reactions. If you're selling a product, you're selling a service, whether you're trying to be a nonprofit, you need people's attention, you need people's reactions. And without that, you will not get anywhere, right? Apple and Google and Amazon and all these companies, whenever they drop a new product, it gets tons and tons and tons of hate. Every iPhone that drops, Android users, oh man, we've been had that feature. You guys are late. You guys are late. You guys are late. And if Apple let that get to them and not made a new phone, they'd be stupid, right? Because they have so much more people that support their product because they believe in it and we believe in it as iPhone users, right? So you got to realize that Everybody that you look up to deals with haters and they use them correctly. Because whenever you're challenging people, they're gonna be a little resistant, right? Whenever you're trying to change somebody's thinking and change somebody's norms, they're gonna be resistant. They're gonna be hesitant, right? If you're trying to really teach some, teach something valuable that's not that common, pe- that people are not used to hearing, there's gonna be some resistance, right? And I struggle with this on a daily basis because I work in the school system, but I honestly think the curriculum is pretty ridiculous. And you know, I go through it, I teach it, and I try to teach life lessons out of everything that we teach, but I'm not a main classroom teacher. I'm an assistant in the classroom and I'm working on helping kids with counseling down the line. But I think a lot of the stuff we do in the curriculum is pretty ridiculous. And I'll tell the teachers that, you know, but it's not and I'm I'm not trying to hate I'm trying to be honest and real about it like why do my kids need to know algebra but they don't even know you know how to go to the store and count their change correctly right they don't even know how they can work a summer job and save up and buy the sneakers they want but they're learning pre-algebra so that they can take you know calculus and trigonometry so that they can go be an engineer but how many of my kids actually fit that bill, right? Why not learn something that you know for sure? If this is the curriculum that we have to take legally by the law, why not teach them things that you know they're going to use? They have to learn how to pay taxes, right? They have to learn how to budget their money. They have to know how to pay bills. They have to know, you know, what interest means, interest rates, right? And not that we don't teach that at all. But I'm just saying, like, that's just one example of just a lot of the things that we don't learn, right? My kids, most of the kids I know that graduate high school nowadays, they don't know how to fill out a checkbook. Like, just little things like that, right? They don't know how to open a bank account. They don't really understand what credit is. So you can't be afraid to challenge people's thinking and really fight to, you know, change the norms, you know? You getting hate and getting negative feedback a lot of times does mean you're right because you can change things. And I could ramble about this all day, guys. And that was really it. I just wanted to give you guys some concrete examples, give you some practical usage of this, get me to you know, make you guys think outside the box and let you guys know. Pretty much about times that I've used this. And like I said, this is something that I use daily, something I'm currently going through, whether it's fitness, whether it's working in the public school system, you know, whether it's doing motivational speaking, whatever it is, there's always going to be some resistance because people have been set into their norms and into their ways of thinking that a lot of us are trying to change. I know a lot of entrepreneurs right now. I know a lot of people who want to make a difference and making a difference means doing different things. So you have to keep that in mind and that's it guys. I really, really, really want to thank you for your continued support. Thank you guys for understanding why I missed the podcast episode yesterday. I'm getting a lot of good feedback, whether in person through Instagram comments, through Snapchat, I really, really, really appreciate all the love, all the support. I appreciate all the reviews. We're getting closer to that 30 review mark so that I can give away this eight weeks of free training to some somebody and I really look forward to working with them. It's a win win eight weeks of free training for them, which can be anywhere from one hundred dollars to three hundred dollar value. And I always learn a lot working with new clients and helping them achieve their goals. It's more than just physical. We're going to make a lot of mental gains. We're going to make a lot of, you know, emotional, social gains. We're going to just make gains in all departments and learn how to set up for a better life later. That eight weeks is so much more than eight weeks because now where you know, you've know you been a client of mine, you can always reach out to me. And after that, we, uh, we, we always can work together. We always can analyze. We always can keep growing. I will always continue to give feedback and be here for you and set you up in a way where after those eight weeks, you'll know how to start setting up your own programming. You'll know how to hold yourself accountable in your dieting. You'll know how to... You know, you'll know the difference between all the terms you hear me say macros and bulking and cutting and all this kind of stuff. Right. So if you're interested in training, um, please review the podcast, give it a five star rating and I will enter you to win eight weeks of free training. Or if you just want to do eight weeks of free training or get into my monthly training program, that's fine as well. You can always hit me up to apply for that. We can interview and talk about it and see if I'm a good fit for you. As always, you should pick a trainer that you resonate with, somebody who you think will teach you a lot so you get a lot of value for your money. right? Um, As always, I really thank you guys for hearing me out. I have another podcast planned for now on Monday since I'm on a new every other day schedule, but that's a great thing because Monday motivation is always a good thing. And That's it, guys. Talk to you later. You'll hear from me soon. See you guys on social media.